and welcome back to another episode of the Social Angle Podcast. It's Melissa here. On today's episode, I'm interviewing Don Marie. Don Marie is ASI's Public Relations and Communications Director. She helps manage external communications like press releases for us. Um, She also has created the ASI promo card, which is pretty awesome, that she's driven to uh, 38 states. And she's a former newspaper reporter who has worked at ABC and WNET in New York City. We're going to talk about navigating communications during a global pandemic, best practices, and we're going to find out what superpower Don would pick when we play What Would You Rather? It's a great episode, so make sure that you tune in. Welcome, Don. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Social Angle Podcast. I love your background. Like, perfect. Thank you. Yeah, and the blazer, the sky blazer. I feel like there's a story in that. Is there? <laughs> um, I, I love Halloween. It's my favorite holiday, and I love dressing up. So when I was in Austin recently, I went to a costume shop. And as soon as I saw this, it's actually a whole suit. Really? I just had to own it. So I do. That's so cool. I love it. Well, thank you for sharing that. I didn't know that you were such a lover of Halloween. So that's fun to know. So I'm excited that you're on today because I want to talk about messaging and communications in 2020, it's been a unique year. We've survived so much um, amidst this global pandemic. And I know that small business owners are looking for tips on how they can be on brand, but also informative to their audience and also, most importantly, not tone deaf. (laughs) So I wanted to ask you, my first question was, what's the most important for leaders navigating a crisis like coronavirus? What's the most important thing? Communication, communication, communication. Uh, You can't communicate enough during a crisis. Uh, And I think that was true in business and in life. Um, I mean, I look at my own life. I'm communicating more with family and friends through Zoom calls or group text messages than I had in the last six months than I have in the last six years. Um, And I think that businesses can do the same and not just be a corporate machine, but realize that we're all human beings and we're all going through this incredible crisis together Mm -hmm. and everyone has an experience and a story. And, you know, sometimes you just need to take off your corporate hat and put on your human hat and just say, how are you doing? You know, how's your company and how are you managing and what are you doing new and, and what's worked uh, and have it be a two-way communication, which social media does so well. Um, oh, so yeah, <laughs> you know, you're not supposed to, it's supposed to be a conversation. It's not supposed to be making all these statements. Um, and a couple of things that ASI did that I think was very effective and sometimes a little unnerving because it was new Um, Our CEO, Tim Andrews, started doing a series of live streams right from the start. I love those. Live streams on Facebook, you know, they're alive and, you know, anything can happen. And sometimes it does. Uh, But it's also a very immediate, non-produced, very authentic um, way of communicating. And, you know, we would follow those up with emails to um, the industry 
Uh, we also upped our social media all across the company. Um, you know, ASI as a whole, you know, we, we immediately sprang into action and had a dedicated coronavirus news site. We, mm. you know, started ASIHelp.com. Oh, your mic cut. Um, but I think the key was that we kept talking to people and sharing what was going on, you know, with customers in the industry, but also with employees, um, because any corporation, you have two methods of communication, your internal and your external. Right. And I think especially in a crisis, it's important to keep both lines of communications open and flowing. Um, we also did a lot. We used always have quarterly all company meetings, but we were having all company meetings like every two or three weeks. And if we weren't having an all company meeting, Tim was emailing um, mm -hmm. the company just to say, this is what's happening to us. This is what's happening in the industry, which impacts all of you. Um, and all of these meetings, the best part of it was at the end, it was open to questions whatever question anyone wanted to ask. Um, and I think that's also important for companies to answer their um, questions from their customers. No, and I think you couldn't have said it better. Like my thing is I think people stumble with over communicating, but I think, you know, I think the worry is more related to when you're talking about things like sales, but for what's going on in this year, it being such a unique year, um, I think that there's no such thing as over communication. So I think a lot of our ASI members and I know employees as well, just from the feedback that I've seen online, uh, felt like they were always in the loop. And that's like the worst thing that you can do is keep somebody in the dark. So I felt like we really made an emphasis to, you know, constantly be accessible, answer questions, provide resources, you know, and not just to ASI members, but to our employees as well, who are looking to leadership, you know, to yep. guide them. So, you know, great job, because I know that you're part of that. Um, and I also wanted to ask too as well, how do you keep employees informed and motivated? And why do you think that's important? Uh, well, it's, it always comes from the top. You know, um, we have a CEO who believes mm -hmm. in talking to employees and sharing as much as possible. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the number one rule in employee communications, I think, is be transparent. Right. Um, you know, sometimes you can't share things because, you know, you don't know. Mm -hmm. um, and it's okay to say, I don't know. Um, I'll get back to you. Sometimes Tim gets questions from employees and he doesn't know the answer, but he always makes sure to get the answer and then communicate that. Um, and to be as transparent as possible. And I think that industry companies throughout the promo industry did a very good job of communicating with their employees and with their customers. Um, you know, our person of the year this year, Joanne Lance, you know, she would do videos outside you know she's a big lover of nature by a lake and and she would have her phone up and she would record herself and recording a message and you know by all accounts those messages were very truthful and and transparent and I think that's um the biggest thing and you know we're all in this together and we're all figuring it out. I mean, think about how our technology changed. You know, we shot ahead about five years in yeah, the space of a couple of months. 
and everyone was adapting and figuring it out and sharing best practices um, in the early Zoom meetings um, that, you know, ASI was hosting a series of webinars with suppliers and distributors, regional associations, um, with big companies like Staples and Halo and Charles River, we have one Friday. Um, and I'll, in the early days, it was, so what are you guys doing? Is it mm -hmm. Zoom? Is it go to meeting? You know, what's worked, what hasn't worked? And that sharing of information, I think, was really helpful. No, I definitely agree. And I feel like that's kind of the hallmark of our industry is, you know, our peers are always great at reaching out and supporting one another when it counts the most. And definitely this year is an example of that. Um, you kind of mentioned some of the tech that we used and some of the ways that we kept, you know, externally ASI members abreast of what was going on and what we were doing about it, but also employees as well. Is there other types of communication that ASI did throughout everything that's um, going on that you wanted to highlight? Um, gosh, there were so many, um, you know, from our social media, which I think became more personal. Um, <laughs> You know, I love when people share on social media um, more of their lives and not just a sales pitch because yes. it humanizes them. Um, and especially now, you know, because sometimes there's nothing to sell and there's no one to buy, but you still have to get in touch with clients. So sharing a little bit of, of what's going on and asking them simply, you know, how are you doing? You know, how are you coping? And, and just talking as humans um, has been really effective. And so it's been great to see like all of our employees sharing what they're going through, you know, as parents now with back to school, we have a podcast coming up, um, I think August 25th with Chris Rubo and Live, Teresa actually. Hagel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Facebook Live, sorry. No um, and they're both parents and they're both scrambling to figure out childcare and be teachers while working full-time and it's a lot and I think that by sharing those personal experiences um, with the industry it's a way of saying we're there too here's what we know here's what we don't know here's what we wish we knew um, and it's a way to get everyone in a, a big online conversation which is where we're all at <laughs> yeah <laughs> we would we would like to be at a trade show we would like to have been in Chicago last month but you know, that's not our world right now, not for the next few months. So it's been great that we move the conversation and the connections and the meetings from bricks and mortar in person online very effectively. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, in such a short period of time, you know, and for being such a large company, I was so impressed. You know what I mean? I was curious to see, you know, what the final outcome was going to be, but I felt like we kind of you know, have been working for home forever, you know, because it became so kind of natural to us yeah. or has been in the last couple of months. And it seems so kind of like full with ease. So we've been seeing some things on social media and from other companies about maybe making potential blunders when it comes to external or internal communications during this time. You know, people want to be cognizant of not being tone deaf. You know, they want to, again, be on brand, be informative and be a resource to their audience. Um, maybe when they have to shift their messaging. So is there some mistakes off the top of your head that you can think of that they should avoid or look to avoid? Um, I mean, I think that trying to be as transparent as possible and, you know, 
communicating with clients is really important. And if you do screw up, accept the blame, you know, don't try to say no. I mean, look what happened with the BP oil spill in, um, I don't know, that was probably in the seventies or eighties, you know, millions of gallons spilled out into the waters and killed tons of birds and animals and seals and BP basically did not take responsibility even though you know there were, was the oil in the water um, so by trying to shift blame um, or not accept responsibility you know people are pretty savvy they're smart you know they figure it out um, it's doesn't do to try to um, pretend you know put your blinders on because your customers are going to figure it out. Yep. So I think just being as open and, and transparent. Um, and for those trying to figure out, you know, if you're a smaller company and you can't hire a crisis management team, which of course big corporations can, right. um, it's great for even small businesses to figure out and to do a what if scenario. You know, what if we have a product recall? What if we have um, our system hacked? Um, you know, what if um, we have a lawsuit? What if we have a social media disaster? Um, and then figure out your communication plan internally and externally and, you know, get a team together. And that's what we do at ASI. You know, we work in teams and, you know, we all get together from all different departments and say, okay, if, if X happens, we do Y. And here's your part, here's your part, here's your part, so that we're not scrambling, arms flailing, trying to figure out what should we do, what should we do? You know, all right, we have our plan. And plans, you know, the best laid plans, you know, we know. So you're going to adjust, but at least you have a template. And it's also important to have communications with your employees because you know as well as I do with social media, Rumors start, there's mm -hmm. misinformation. So from the start, it's take your talking points and also share them with employees and say, here's what happened, here's what we're doing, here's what we want to communicate to um, everyone outside so that you're all working on the same page. Um, that's really important. No, and I like that as well. I feel like those are really simple yet actionable tips that everybody can use, you know, like whether you are a small business or a larger communication, it's just prepping for the worst. So you're prepared, but hopefully never having to enact those strategies, but that's smart, you know, very, very smart. And that's definitely something that, you know, again, I just think that the level of communication that has been given to ASI employees, I just personally really appreciate because I think that, you know, it's made this whole transition for everybody a lot smoother. Yeah. So thank you so much for your insight today. I appreciate it. Let's end on something fun. So Dawn, all right. Which superpower would you rather have? The ability to freeze time or the ability to time travel? Well, I definitely in 2020 do not want to freeze time. <laughs> you have to get the hell out of 2020. <laughs> so I would like to zoom right into 2021, preferably next April, May, when planning a vacation, planning a trade show, you know, that's what I'm, I'm looking toward. Uh, so definitely the time travel. I would like to get in my trans transponder and, and your promo the, car, you know, your yes, with a promo car with, you know, <laughs> superhuman ability.
Nice. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it as always. Thank you for everything that you do for us at ASI. We appreciate it. And thanks for sharing your insight. And thank you for having me on. This was so much fun. Yeah, a pleasure. All right. All right.